0: Hello, baby doll, and welcome back to the Brennan Spear show. Better weeks have only been had by Reagan and Genghis Khan, and we are back and better than ever. Where we go one, we go all. Trust the plan, and let's get into it. I think that this week... We have to start with rumbling, bumbling, and stuttering Joe Biden. Judge my physical, mental, my physical, as well as my mental fitness. And what might have been the most feeble inauguration speech that I've ever witnessed. Uh, I went to a Rotary Club meeting, and there were more poignant inaugurations there than what I saw a few weeks ago. Um... I watched the YouTube feed of it, and it was so dull that afterwards the commentators just started repeating great things that other presidents besides Joe Biden have said at their inaugurations. Please don't take as what I'm saying as me saying that one political party is better than another. Take it as me saying Kamala will be the functioning president, even though it won't be public until the midterms. I'm not even sure how much a scandal like that matters anymore. If anything, the last few years have made it clear that it's one big party and that you and I are not in it. The Wall Street Bet saga is a great example of that, I think. A bunch of self-described kids with autism just bankrupted a billion dollar hedge fund. In 2008, millions of Americans lost their houses and life savings, and the banks were allowed to keep that money, and then they got bailed out by the Fed, while the American citizen, who was a victim of their negligence, had to write a check to bail them out. Now, a hedge fund shorted more stocks of GameStop than were in existence, and they got caught being absurdly greedy, and a group of virgins on the internet are about to bankrupt them like if you believe in any kind of justice i don't know how you are cheering against this and good for the people who found a way to exploit the system we all know that the stock market is fake how else could the market be at all-time highs when there are people in this country who are legally not allowed to work When making a living is illegal and your stock market is at all-time highs, you have bigger problems. But it used to be fake in the way that it took money from average citizens. Not in a way where the big players ever lost. And now they are losing bigly. And they're screaming, this isn't normal, it's not normal, it's not fair. We're not supposed to be able to use our greed against us. Normal is dead behind the chemical sheds, but wall street will come out of this with more power than they've ever had because they think that will change what's coming. Decentralization is coming and there is nothing that they can do to stop it. The best they can do is to delay the inevitable. And that is going to be a fun thing to watch. Speaking of Joe Biden, one of the funniest things I saw this week was the union in charge of labor for the Keystone XL pipeline got shut down by the guy they put in office. And it might be the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Because they did such a good job of hiding Joe during the campaign that no one, not even his big money donors knew what he thought about things. Common sense should have been able to tell these people that, but we live in a post-common sense world. Common sense is what the guy on the TV tells you. It's not something that you're allowed to come up with on your own. Impeaching Trump when he's already out of office makes a lot of sense. That's what the guy on TV told me. We should be impeaching more private citizens who don't hold public office, if you ask me. This week, I'd like to impeach a guy who works in my condo building. When they have the time, why not? But it's important to remember the Uniparty knows best, and it's not my job to question whether things make sense or not. Last week, the girlfriend and I went for a walk. We went and we grabbed some stuff from her place and on the way back to my place, we stopped to grab some tacos to bring back home. I still have a billion billion dollar idea for a dating app and it's you're not allowed to date anyone outside of 10 city blocks away from you. Like, If you actually want to find a relationship that works, that is a prerequisite. But we went and got tacos and I had the mask on inside the Mexican restaurant and I got out on the street with my mask on and I could still smell tacos and I put it inside of my pocket and it stayed there. This mask, this mask still smells like tacos. I'm not allowed to comment on what I think that means, but I'm carrying around every scent particle that I ran into from the last two weeks inside of that thing. If we were using common sense, that is what I would know is happening. Uh, I realize that no one cares about hypocrisy, but it still makes me laugh a lot that two years or that after a year of Democrats saying that coronavirus was because of Trump's mismanagement, Biden comes forward and says there isn't anything he's gonna be able to do about it. Then two days after Biden is sworn into office, the virus decided that it can no longer be passed during indoor dining. The balls of these people to pretend that we can't figure out what game they are playing is just somewhere between hilarious and infuriating. But at least we got to see real celebrities sing at the inauguration. Lady Gaga got to pretend to be the evil lady from the Hunger Games that she's always wanted to be and Garth Brooks sang to soothe the hearts of all those people who believed in the QAnon hoax. QAnon might be the most effective mass delusion program in history. Honestly, I'm kind of jealous of how smart it was. Because if Trump supporters would have gotten out into the streets on November 6th, instead of January 6th, they might have had a chance for their claims about election fraud to be heard. But instead, they did what they were told. They stayed at home and they trusted the plan. Which was for him to lose. Now he who must not be named on social media is retired to his palace in Florida. Which got me thinking. Obviously Harry Potter was the most popular book with my peer group when I was growing up. And one of the biggest clues to Harry's bravery was that while everyone else said he who must not be named, Harry had the courage to call Voldemort by his name. Which makes me wonder what would ever happen If Harry was put in a position to say the N-word, would he say the N-word or would he say not to Dave Voldemort? I don't know the answer to that, but it's something I've been thinking about for the last 13 months. If you were a follower of QAnon, you have to be feeling pretty crushed this week. But for Trump to have any chance of being president, he needed to turn people away from that fan fiction and get them out into the street. But he didn't until it was too late and now he isn't the president. That is what the history will not say about this. I don't play a lot of video games anymore. Maybe once every couple of months I'll fire up some Red Dead Redemption 2. But when I was a kid, I loved playing Grand Theft Auto. Basically for the novelty and even being encouraged to play as a complete piece of shit. I think a more honest name for those games would have been Hooker Murder Simulator. That's what everyone talked about when GTA 3 came out. Was that you would have sex with a hooker and then you would kill her. And then you would keep the fake money that you had taken from another hooker that you had already killed. It's like how the government handles economics, except that it's honest. And now, to stay politically correct, it was announced that the main character of the new Grand Theft Auto game will be a woman. Which is a little confusing to me in a game that I've been calling Hooker Murder Simulator. Like, do you have sex with someone and then kill yourself? Is that how you win? I don't know, maybe the new hook will be abortion simulator. We'll see what they end up doing with it. Maybe it will be a tell everyone in your life they need to go to therapy simulator. In your worst dreams, a duck flies off with your penis. What is this obsession that women have with telling everyone they need therapy? Apparently, if I talk in my sleep, it's not because I am having very vivid dreams about a new challenge I took on. That couldn't possibly be the case. Nope, talking in my sleep means that I need to go to therapy. It doesn't matter if I know what's stressing me out or that I've kind of made a contract with myself to be stressed out until I get what I want. I think that accepting yourself for your flaws is an overlooked and underrated way to go through life. It's I've already accepted who I am. It's when you try and fight who you are that people get themselves into very serious trouble. Anyone who has done a serious dose of magic mushrooms can tell you that. And I know that there's a meme going around right now about how men would rather learn everything about ancient Rome instead of going to therapy, but honestly, you're better off doing illegal drugs than going to therapy. all of my most serious problems in my life has come has come of a result of trying to be someone else. My most natural states are between Reagan and going on the warpath like Genghis Khan, and there is nothing me or any therapist on the planet can do to fix that now. There are so many times when I can just tell that someone is about to make me do something stupid. And I just pray, please don't. I'm trying to like you. And I try and treat them, schmooze them like Reagan would, and they insist that I do something that is stupid, and I tell them where they can go, and that's the end of the friendship. Therapy is not going to fix that. And I don't think that I want that to be fixed. This week, I burned a bridge with a person in my life because he interfered with my common sense. I rent a condo in the building that I live in now. And I rent it instead of own it because I want to live completely separate from the tyranny of a condo board. Like, honestly, I'm not a huge fan of other people. If we aren't talking about how... We're going to make each other money or trying to make each other laugh. Like I don't understand what we're, why we're interacting with each other. It really doesn't make sense to me. So I like to keep all other conversations pretty short. Putting kids on Adderall makes them antisocial and it does not go away when they become adults. And no, it's not great, but that's also how I became a writer So I I don't need someone to undo that. At this point, it's more of a feature than it is a bug. And anyway, I like this apartment, except for having to deal with the incompetent babysitters who also live here. There's this guy where I live I've had to start planning my entire day around. Because every time he sees me, he remembers that I exist and he feels the need to fuck with me. This fall, he sent three plumbers to fix my bathtub that wasn't broken. And one by one, I proved to them that there wasn't a problem, which is really easy to do when there isn't anything wrong. It's not like I was tricking these guys. This is their job. And really, the lady that lives beneath me just doesn't know what it sounds like when water in the bathtub apartment when the bathtub in the apartment above her drains out. I told the plumbers that I told the guy at the building that. And then one day I walked through my hallway to find a three by three hole cut into the drywall outside of my apartment because he was not convinced. And uh, this is why I rent. So when someone like this decides to have solutions that are looking for problems, I don't have to pay the price for it. That is the only way to deal with overeager hall monitor energy. Appease and avoid. Besides, for the people, this really isn't that bad of a place to live. The people who work the front door are rude, and they will tell you that they're going to do one thing, and then they do another. They are nasty and give bad directions to guests who come to the building. And instead of having a conversation with you like an adult, they would rather send endless waves of repair people to fix things that don't need to be fixed. I was in the hallway last week to pick up my packages because it's against COVID rules to keep your packages in a secure location. And I pulled my mask out of my jacket pocket and I was, I was picking up my packages. I realized that my masks smelled like Mexican food. Now, being that I was in the hallway alone, I used a little bit of common sense and decided that maybe just maybe I might be better off without a mask that smelled like a place I was three days before maybe that's a mask that is likely to do more harm than good. The one thing I will say about the people who live in this building is that they are loyal. Maybe none more than the rudest of them all. Whose idea of fun could best be described as bullying the people who live here. Because he does whatever he is told by management. No one has ever told him to stop being an asshole. And so when he was told that the board wanted 100% compliance on wearing a mask, he wore a mask 100% of the time. The guy who told him to do that doesn't wear a mask all the time. And I've witnessed him not doing it because that's a guy who's allowed to use common sense. Go ahead and Google a paper called Masks and Respiratory Illnesses by a little-known doctor named Anthony Fauci. See what he has to say about that kind of long-term mask use. I won't offer a comment here, but by my inflection, you know what it says. The doorman is a guy in his 70s. And he's been out of work for four months and in and out of the hospital because he didn't have the ability to use his own common sense. Lung infections in your 70s are no joke. But my ability to use my own judgment is my Alamo. I'm going to keep the ability to make decisions for myself. I'm not going to give that away to someone else. I'm here until September, and then we never have to speak again. And that's all I have for this week. So I hope you all have a great one. Be good to each other, and drive fast and take chances. Goodbye.